Welcome to Fun Left and Right. My name is Egberto Willis. First of all, for those of you who are expecting Tom Hartman, we just gave that announcement where Tom Hartman will be moved to. But folks, we are going to have a wonderful show. This is Politics Done Right on KPFT in Houston, Texas. Let me first explain a bit about this show. This show is your show. As you're driving to work or you're, as you're waking up for your first morning coffee, I want you to know that you have a place to listen to some of the latest events occurring, some of the latest political events, and several, not necessarily political, but just about anything you want to talk about as well. We have a telephone number for you to call in, 713-526-5738. Again, that is 713-526-5738. Feel free to give us a call. Feel free to change, the, change where the program is going. But, you know, since today is the first day, I want to kind of cue you on to several ways you can access our program. Uh, you can access our program, of course, if you're listening on air by simply tuning in to uh, 90.1 FM Houston. Get to the dial 90.1 FM on the FM dial. Alternatively, you can go to our stream. You can get to our stream, my friend, easily. And how do you get to our stream? You get to our stream by going to kpft.org. Again, that is kpft.org. And you just click on the listen button. Okay? Uh, there are even more ways to get to our program. You can go to Tune in on either your apples from your Apple Store or from your uh, Droid Store, the the Android Play Store from uh, Google. Pull down, tune in, find KPFT, listen to it on your phone. You can also go to Facebook.com/slash/KPFTHouston. You don't only get our program there, but you find out all the things that we're doing at this wonderful community radio station. Again. Just check it out at facebook.com slash KPFT Houston. Of course, you can get to our uh, live video feed as well at politicsdoneright.com slash TV. We have a chat. Just check it out on the screen and you'll see it as well. Welcome, Alistair Waters, who is listening in. I think you're in Conroe. Welcome to Politics Done Right in the morning at 6 a.m. Anyway, folks, we're going to have a great show for you today. Title of the show is It's More Than Women's Rights. Topic number one. Topic number two is the MSM, the mainstream media, making the same Trump mistake. Well, what do you think? And Texas voter suppression in vogue. You know, um, the, the, the thing that our media works right now is that we know how to do Texas suppression, how to do voter suppression in a manner that few people notice. They can say it's not voter suppression. Oh, it's not. But anyhow, folks, give us a call. 713-526-5738. We don't care who you are. Are you a Republican? We don't care. Are you a Democrat? We don't care. Are you an independent? We don't care. Do you not care? We don't care. Just give us a call and tell us something that's on your mind. There's another thing that I want to make sure that you see, uh, that, that you get from this show, and that is you can call us and ask about any political subject 
any social economic subject, any social justice subject, anything that you want to talk about, I am sure we can talk about it. And if if I don't have an answer, I'll get an answer. If I don't have an answer, I guarantee you that some of our callers will have answers. Anyway, give us a call. 713-526-5738. I can see the boards here. It's all empty. It is ready for you to give us a call. Are you driving? Are you in rush hour traffic? Doesn't matter. Give us a call. 713-526-5738. The women's reproductive rights abortion debate is deeper. The mainstream media is repeating the 2016 mistakes. The GOP using ingenious forms of voter suppression in Texas. Those are the three topics to be covered. But if there is something else that you need or you want covered, we can take that and we'll discuss that. Anyway, it's more about women's rights. The right wing, with an assist from Trump-appointed judges, is busy taking away the rights women have fought for for over the last centuries. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why is it that uh, these guys, and no, notice I said guys, mostly guys, staying in the, in the, in the uh, halls of the legislature, staying in, 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 in your local government, why is it that they are so concerned about a woman's body, about whether uh, she wants to take a pregnancy to term because they want to put their own belief maybe their own religious belief, onto what, uh, what you believe. I mean, I always ask the question, right? If we care so much, if we care so much about that group of cells that's not yet gestating a woman's body, if we care so much, you would think that we would also care about, uh, you know, what's going on in a, in, in, with young kids. Uh, kids that are already born, kids that need schooling, kids that need an education, kids that need feeding, kids that need support so that their parents can go to school. That makes a better life. That keeps folks alive. We talk about a crime problem right now. We talk about crime is increasing and all these issues, right? But we don't do these things that are required to keep folks alive. I want you to think about that. Feeding the already living alive. Here in Houston, as I drive into KPFT, under the freeways, uh, as we, we're getting right past 610, Loop 610, there are encampment under the freeway. This morning, it's 50, little over 50 degrees. Encampments under the freeway. People in tents. We're talking about trying to bring a few cells to, to, to term. But we can't take care of those that are alive. I want you to see the hypocrisy in what we're talking about, my brothers and sisters, the hypocrisy of what we're talking about. So this is all by design. 
but it's deeper. The goal of the right is to create minority rule. And the way control is taken is one instant at a time. I want to give you an example with this, just with this abortion issue, but there are a lot of other issues that's, that's being done, that, that's taken care of that. Check this out. They started, they said they wanted to overturn Roe v. Wade. Why did they want to overturn Roe v. Wade? This should be a state issue. Every state should decide if a woman should have an abortion or not. I don't believe that. I think a woman's body is her inalienable right that doesn't go come under what the majority supposedly want for her own body. It's her body. But, okay, they want to make it a state's rights. Okay, they made it a state rights. They, over, they, got, they overturned Roe versus Wade. Done. What happened after that? As soon as Roe v. Wade got overturned, states started individually. They had laws that were ready. These laws were ready to take a woman's rights away. And in Texas and in Florida and in all these other places, they took it away. Right? They took these rights away. But that wasn't enough. Most abortions now are not done uh, with a scraper or anything like that anymore. I mean, they still do that, yes. But most of them are administered with a pill. The pill works with a woman's hormones, etc., and causes those cells to be aborted. I, I want to say naturally, but you know, with the with the help of the uh, with the help of the pill. They want to ban that pill, ban that pill in these states. But then that wasn't enough. They wanted to make sure that folks in these states could not import these pills that can affect an abortion. Meaning, okay, in Texas, they make abortions almost impossible, but women could still somehow get the pills into the state. Now they want to stop the pills from coming into the state. Okay, but we go a step further. Now we want to criminalize anybody who assists you in getting the pill and getting all these things done. Okay, but that's not enough. Then we want to make sure that the pill is simply unavailable, which means that red states now that have these draconian laws will also do what again? Ah, they will stop you from having an abortion again in blue states, no matter what, because guess what? They control that you can have the pill. So they brought the, they brought the case to a judge in Amarillo, Amarillo, Texas. And the, drug, the, the judge says, okay, uh, a drug that has been available for over 20 years is now unsafe. They didn't follow rules or whatever. Luckily, amazingly, the Supreme Court didn't allow that to go through. Again, this is the progressive removal of your rights, folks. The progressive removal of your rights. Folks, this is a call-in show as well. Early morning, 6 a.m., Give us a call, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Give us a call and let us get it. I have a little clip here that I want you guys to, to listen to because if you think this is by design, let me tell you, folks, this is not by design. This has been planned. Frank Schaefer was on uh, Joy and Reed 
And I want to show you a little piece, a clip, to let you understand exactly that this stuff is by design. And they are practically salivating over taking away even more freedoms, emboldened by the hyper-conservative court that made their row-ending dreams come true. Joining me now is Frank Schaefer, author of Why I Am an Atheist Who Believes in God. And Frank, um, the good news today, sort of temporary good news, um, that we will not see a nationwide ban on River Pristone is good. But I think a lot of people are still nervous because this is still what really reads like a Christian nationalist court. What do you make of it all today? My father, Francis Schaefer, was really the grandfather of the whole anti-abortion movement in terms of evangelicals that morphed into the Christian nationalist movement that has taken over the Republican Party, that does everything from keeping guns on our streets, because this is the backbone of the NRA, to closing abortion clinics. And now we have a ruling that has just been stayed, as it were, to try to ban uh, what is known commonly as the abortion pill. These are not legal ruling. This is political machination and planning by the hardcore Christian nationalists in the GOP using people like Judge and Alito and Thomas. And it has nothing to do with our traditions of law or the separation of church and state. When, When you look at someone like Amy Coney Barrett and the people around her, you have to understand that the only reason they were appointed was because they were on a a checklist provided by the Federalist Society to Donald Trump as the condition of him getting elected. People like Billy Graham's son, Franklin Graham, who I grew up with and knew when my dad was a big time evangelist as well, made a deal with Trump. Hey folks, uh, so as you can see, it was all planned. It was all planned from the beginning. And what Frank Schaefer is saying is pretty clear. This was by design. If you notice, Frank Schaefer said something else as well. He said, think about all the things that the GOP is doing right now. All the things that they're doing right now, the GOP is saying, uh, wait a minute, uh, we also want to have unfettered use of guns. We want anyone who can get a gun to get a gun. I want you to think about that. Think about that. Anyway, folks, the telephone number is 713-526-5738. I am not sure um, if there, 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 there may be a few issues. This is, as, as we said, this is the first um, day that we are doing the phones and, and all together with this new program. So if you have a little bit of problems initially getting the phones, we will work this out in the long run. Please uh, stick with us. But in case it comes up running, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Anyhow, I, I, I didn't really intend to get into the, the gun debate, but when I heard Schaefer mention guns as he was talking about the abortion issue, the first thing that I thought about is, wait a minute, what do guns do? Wait, guns call. Guns do what again? Guns kill. Guns protect. Guns do all these things. But when we look at the statistics, right, and, and these statistics are available to everybody, it's available to a Republican legislature, it's available to a Democratic legislature, it is available to everybody. 
And if you want to be honest about it, you can see it. So what does the stats tell you? The stat says that most gun deaths occur, or a large plurality of gun deaths occur, how again? Suicide. Availability of guns? Suicide. I want to, in Texas now, you can just go ahead and get a gun, no permit needed, no, no, real, no, real, uh, no real issues. If you're not a criminal, supposedly, you can get a gun, right? You can go to a, 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 a gun show, you can be outside and you exchange a few dollars and you have a gun. And what are most of these guns used for again? What did we repeat? Suicide. So how is it that the, if you really believe in the sanctity of life, if you really believe that, don't you do the things that are necessary to uh, make sure people don't kill themselves, to make sure people don't kill your wives? The other thing, you have a gun in the home. Where are you most likely to use that gun? Are you most likely to use that gun on a thief coming into your home? Are you more likely to use that gun on, let's say, a criminal outside? No. Uh, you're more likely, if you get mad, to shoot a sibling, a wife, because it's in that position of rage. If you took a look at some of the issues that occurred in the last few days, when that guy, when those kids accidentally went into the wrong driveway in New York, what did they, what happened? The guy had no trespassing signs, of course, but they accidentally went into the driveway. And as they're leaving, they didn't even attempt to go to the home, right? This guy took out his gun, shot into the car, killed an innocent, I think she was 20-year-old young lady. Beautiful 20-something, 20 20-year-old 20 lady. This kid. Young black kid goes ahead and he knocks on the door or rings the bell or however. Hey, he, he thinks he's at the home to pick up his brother. What happens? This guy goes out there and just shoots through the glass. Guy gets shot in the head. Then he goes outside and it wasn't enough that the kid is bleeding from the head and on the ground. He then popped the guy with a gun. So that was not only... Uh, he, th this guy's psychology was immediately known as a racial psychology against somebody at his door that didn't look like him. I'm not saying that the cops who arrested the guy eventually are saying that. Then we have the parking lot in a town in Texas where the a car that looks similar. Look, I have a white Camry. There are a lot of white Camrys out there. I've done it before. I have gone into an HEB parking lot and, you know, go and try to open the car. And what happens is, wait a minute, why is my, my clicker not working? I then try to put the key in. Why is it not working? I was at the wrong car. I didn't look at the license plate. I was at the wrong car. And then what happened again? You know, I just moved on and went and found my car. Oh, my God, I made a mistake. Under the current scenario, under the current rules, I could... I could have gotten shot, and guess what? Protecting his property, right? The guy would have shot me and said, I am protecting my property. That is where we're living today, folks. That is what we are living today. So anytime you hear a party talks about, uh, we, are, we believe in the sanctity of life, 
You know, Joe Biden says something, and you know, I I I I like Joe Biden as a human being. I don't necessarily like Joe Biden for all of his policies because I think Joe Biden's policies uh, are, or you know, he 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 does middle of the road policy. Let's be frank. But I am not personally. I'm not middle of the road policy because I think right now middle of the road policies are not something that we want. Right, middle of the road policies. If you ask Americans the things that they want, the things that they want are not middle of the road. They want child care. They want good retirement. They want they they want universal health care. All these things Americans want. They don't. They they won't say I'm progressive. They won't say that. But you ask them issue after issue after issue, and you find out, hey, I want that. I want good health care. I want my mother to be able to go to the doctor without having to lose her home. I want to be able to take my kid to the doctor without worrying about, oh, uh, I, I, I won't have any money. People are for 80% of Americans, I think it is, are $400 away from having being in dire straits with their financial situation. 80% of Americans, you know, but then again, 20% of Americans are doing great, right? And if 20% of Americans doing great, hey, there are a lot of Americans. That's a lot of folks doing great, man. You know, so when you're watching TV and you're seeing people doing well, or when you have a, a you know, a, a 20% of, of America is a lot of people. So you can have a semblance of things going very well. And when you internalize it and look at yourself, you can then say, and this is a game that a lot of politicians play, right? You can sit back and say, um, I'm not doing well right now at all. But I look at the television screens. I look at all these other places and everybody seemed to be doing well. So. Maybe my time will come. We don't really need a whole lot of changes for my time to come. So I, I you know, uh, I'll keep voting the kind of way that I vote. But I do want universal health care. I want health care that I can go to the doctor and get seen. And I do wish that, I mean, if, if I could have an affordable place for my kid to stay, ah, that would be great uh, because I could now get a better job that I don't have to be maybe this close to home or run home or that sort of thing. All these great policies, they like to call it lefties policies, right? But things that people want, right? And if you believe in life, if you want every single piece, every cell that's in a, a woman's womb to be born, if you want that, you should want to make sure that when that baby is born, that that baby has equal access to success. Equal access to success. I just got a notice on my chat. Welcome aboard, Eric Hayes, on the chat as well. Welcome aboard, uh, Alistair Waters. Tried to call in. She said the phone system is not uh, taking the calls right now. So, um, you know, we, we had some changes along the way. So things will, if the calls don't come in right now or the calls don't come in today, this is the first day of the program, I ask you guys to... We will get all of these issues cleaned up. This is the first time we're doing this live show uh, on on at six in the morning. So there may be some issues with the telephone companies, etc. So you may you may just have to be listen to my voice and not calling in for the first day. But I tell you what, if you want to tell me something, I am monitoring my Twitter feed as well. So you can send me, uh, you can be like Alistair Waters that's chatting in real time, or you can send me a tweet 
Uh, the tweet is at Egberto Willis. The tweet is at, or the Twitter, <laughs> the Twitter handle is at Egberto Willis. Or you can always send me email to um, uh, info at politicsdoneright.com. And let me fire that up so that um, I, can, I, and I can see it. So if, if, if you can't reach me by the phone, there are going to be a lot of different ways in which we can communicate. Right now, I will be monitoring the, the Twitter feed that you can actually uh, send us a little tweet. Or, of course, you can go ahead and join the chat. Just go to, uh, just go to, I think the main chat screen is at, uh, it's on Facebook. If you go to facebook.com slash politics done right, you can join the chat with Eric Hayes and Alistair Waters in there doing things. And as, as, as more people know that we are here at 6 a.m., the chats will become as vibrant as they are at 3 for our 3 uh, p.m. show. So anyway, folks, um, Sorry that the phones are giving some issues right now, but we will have that all cleaned up. This is the first day of the show. Going back to the subject at hand, talking about these particular issues about life. So, I, I don't want to take your guns. I want your life, though. I want to make sure that you live. I want to make sure that... We all have a life that we all can do what we want to do. And therefore, I think it's imperative that we don't attempt to take anybody's rights away. We don't want your gun rights, but we want laws that prevent people from getting killed. We can do that. We don't want... Uh, dead babies, but we want women's bodies to be autonomous. Women own their own body. We can't tell women what to do with their bodies. We want to make sure that people can live, to live the lives that they want. So whenever you hear anybody talks about restricting women's rights, remember, it's an economic issue. It's a life issue. It's a gun issue. All of these issues are not held separately. They are all one issue. Irrespective of your religious belief, and by the way, I have a good friend who was a pastor, and we had some talks about abortion. We had some talks about all these issues, and, and he's like, uh, there's nothing anti-Christian, if you're a Christian, that is, about abortion, okay? And he mentioned, do you know, the Bible says absolutely nothing about abortion. Does it talk about murder and all these other issues? Yes. But how do you define what abortion is? Is abortion murder? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's amazing that many of the same purported Christians are. Uh, if their kids, if their relatives, if their wives accidentally get pregnant, they want the option, and they usually have the option, to quietly go ahead and take care of what's necessary to make their lives whole. But they don't want that opportunity for those who can't afford it. 
it's also an economic issue. It is also an economic issue. I wish the phones were working because I know this subject, many are there ready to call. But again, we'll get that fixed, my brothers and sisters. We'll get that fixed so that you can take over the show so that I'm not the only one here talking. Because as it turns out, politics done right. There's so much going on. I can talk forever and ever without commentary if necessary. But I would much prefer hearing your voice. So you're listening today. You want something to say and you can't get in, please give us that other chance. Manana, this is a five-day-a-week deal. Every morning at 6 o'clock, we'll tackle uh, a whole lot of real issues. We'll have a lot of, we'll have a lot of clips in, etc. for what we're talking about. Okay, the second subject, and if you're looking at the screen, you're, uh, you, you have our newsletter. Every, and by the way, folks, every single uh, every night before the program, a newsletter goes out with the topics that we're going to talk about, okay? Alistair Waters says, and if you feel abortion is murder, doesn't the Bible, God's word, say forgiveness is given to those who ask for it? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Eric Hayes says, people also don't want to use credit. Huh? Well, that isn't, the, that isn't the subject, but he's talking, he also says, suicide comes in all types and people will harm themselves with anything. So get better mental health care and programs are better. You should use a better example. Okay, actually, I like, I like what you just said about suicide, Eric. Eric Hayes says suicide comes in all types and forms. He also says that what we need is better mental health and programs. Thank you for bringing that topic up because you are absolutely right. The thing about it is, the same people that want to talk about the sanctity of life, they won't give you the health care to allow those who are having mental problems to be seen without going, not all the time, but without having to come up with a whole lot of money. Some without going bankrupt. Some simply can't afford it because they don't have insurance. So Eric, what I am trying to say too often is that the same people that are always talking sanctity of life, the policies that they support are far from a policy that really jives with the sanctity of life. So your notion, and by the way, Eric is, uh, is one of our uh, good conservative listeners. Uh, well, we have a lot of conservative listeners, a lot of progressive listeners. Uh, and and, and he, he talks, he, he likes this particular issue about well, you know, what are the alternatives? He, he wants an alternative, and I agree with him. We don't only talk about problems. We want to also talk about solutions. And Eric Hayes is right. We need to have health care, mental care. So to my conservative brother who has the heirs of many of the conservative politicians, I will ask you, the, the, the session is open right now in, in, in Congress. Please. Get an amalgamation of all your conservative friends and ask them to call our conservative reps here in, in, in a, I, you know what, I just got, I just forgot who my particular rep is in, in for 126 is in, in Austin. But call them up and tell them, please, we have a $30 billion surplus here in Texas. I repeat, we have a $30 billion dollar surplus in Texas. They have the option 
of giving back a lot of this money to these oil companies from where many of this profit came from, the wind farms, et cetera, that pay at all these, these taxes. Because, you know, a lot of folks don't make enough money to, to pay a lot of taxes. For, but they, 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 they have all these taxes. And you know, what they're, you know what a lot of times they're talking about? Oh, let's just give this money back to the oil companies, right? Let, let me just forewarn you. Oil companies produce oil that's under the ground that was put there by the Almighty, whatever, whomever that is, as well as a lot of it's on private, I mean, on, on, on public and private land. And so, you know, asking to give back uh, taxes to folks who have a product that's there and that their only real cost is the extraction of the product, it's not a good thing. It's not a humane thing. But anyhow, so you're right. Give your representative a call and tell them, you know, I was listening to Politics Done Right and a light bulb went up. We believe in the sanctity of life. Please use some of that $30 billion to give those people with mental health problems health care. Oh, and by the way, uh, Texas, given that there's something called the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, we can multiply that amount of money by 10. In other words, if you, Texas legislature that is meeting right now, if you accept the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, then providing mental health care to our poor citizens, to many of our citizens who, like Eric says, will, cre- uh, will, will commit suicide because of their mental state, they can get care at 10% of the cost because the federal government from what we are already paying into the coffers of the United States government will give us back our money to take care of our Texans. We are leaving billions of dollars on the market right now, on on the table right now because of our abstinence, because of our ideological bent. All we have to do is say, United States government, we will accept the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act and we will, and that will reduce the cost of, of providing health care to our citizens. We are the party of life. So we can do that. We can do that. Uh, Alistair Waters says, the stigma concerning mental health issues are under attack with not allowing the individual suffering with these things, not being able to make the life-saving decisions. So right, Alistair, to continue treatment for their mental health problems and not affect a fetus. It's amazing. Exactly. Lola J, welcome to our chat. She says, highway to the danger zone. Trumps look like traffic cone. (laughs) That's a good one, Layla. Layla J. Lola J. Lola J. That's a good one. Uh, So, yeah, 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 my dear friends. Again, so... The money is there for us to give mental health care, which will reduce suicides. So if you are the party of life, if you have the federal government telling you, if you accept the the, the, the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, and if you have a $30 billion surplus, is it the humane thing for a person who, or for a party who believes in the sanctity of life to say, great, 
we will provide health care to Texans. And this applies because we have listeners all over the, the country. This applies to every single red state. Every single red state that has not accepted the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, their people would be take, well taken care of. It's amazing. The poorest states are the red states. The states with the, uh, with the least amount of, uh, of educated folks going for education are the red states. This is not about the people in those states. This is about the policies in those states. These are about what these states decide is important for them. And for them, keeping a population less than means that the small number of people that are wealthy, the small number of people, uh, amazing. Uh, if they can keep them down, they have no fears. So, folks, I ask you, if you're in a red state that's not a, a, accepting the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, Here's my ask of you. Remember, Eric Hayes always asks for solutions, and he is absolutely correct. And the solutions here, for all those legislatures that are in session, all the constituents need to go to those legislators, those who are able to travel there with their stories, those who are able to call in, call in, and remind them, that you claim to believe in the sanctity of life, you can do something about it. You can do something about it. A lot of people throw their hands up in the air. Politically, what can I do? It's only me. Uh, if I believe that, I wouldn't be doing politics done right. We still have one person, one vote. And you'll hear me repeat some of these things on every, every day. You'll hear me repeat this. There are a lot of new people that come in every day, new listeners that come in every day. And I want them to know the positions where we really are. You have power. As you're driving down the road listening, you have power. You still have that vote. And, uh, and, and, and in places like Texas, in places and, and all over, you have it every single, every two years, you can take those folks out. I don't care what you're, if you're a Republican, Democrat, I don't care your ideological bent, which Lola J kind of likes the word ideological bent. I don't care what your ideological bent is. You can make a difference. Call your legislator, your federal one for the things that you want and call the local one. And during the election cycle, we'll be talking a lot about policies relative to individual candidates. Policies relative to individual candidates so that we can explain which candidates support what policies so that you can know if these are policies that you want, vote for the candidate that's aiming for the policies that you want. Um, I tell you, my, I, I, am, I always talk about being a lefty, uh, being, being, being a progressive. But, you know, I, I've, I've been doing a lot of talking and I was like, you know, sometimes I don't like to use the words because people stop listening to you if, uh, if, if for some reason your ideological bent is different than theirs. And I started to notice that we are all progressives or the vast majority of us are. We, we want the same things. But somehow when we go into the booth, we've allowed them, we allow them to go ahead and 
mess with our heads that somehow we have to have a vote in some ideological direction. And Lola Joy says, I became an independent because the political environment has become incredibly partisan. Yes, I, I get it. I get, I get it. And I want everybody to be independent and ask for the wants. Ask for the things that they want. All right. Uh, let's see. Next subject. Wow, that one lasted longer than I thought. Thank you, um, Lola. Thank you, uh, uh, Alistair, for you know adding to that discussion. I wish we had some calls, but we'll have that soon. Again, I repeat. If you're attempting to call into the show, 713-526-5738, and you're unable to connect, uh, please remember to go ahead and, uh, and call in. I want to thank Howard, Howard Reynolds in the, uh, in the control room. Howard, thank you so kindly for all that you're doing to making this new setup work. I know the issues with the phone are likely to be an issue outside of the, the, the control room, likely at the tele, the folks that control our telephones. But anyway, how are you doing? Uh, how are you doing, my friend? I don't think I, I, I quite said hello yet. How are you doing? All good, I trust? Well, good morning, Egberto. Uh, let's see okay. what else we have here. All right, let's go to the next subject. It is, is the mainstream media making the same Trump mistake as they made? back in 2016. Well, it seemed like they had many times I you know I I write blogs and stories that make it seem like they corrected themselves. And for a while it seemed that way. But then but then Trump got indicted. Not only did Trump get indicted in one place, but he's uh, he's likely going to get indicted in Atlanta, he's like in meaning in Georgia, he's likely going to get indicted in uh uh well, again, in New York and federally, he's likely to get there. Now, here is the issue. That is a that is a five minute issue. You get indicted. He's a he, you know, he's a he's a uh, alleged criminal. We all really know what the truth is. But here is the deal. That's there's so much more that's happening in the country that we don't need to talk about that. And you know, Ro Khanna had a little note that he said the other day. And, uh, you know, I kind of clipped it as I was watching it because Ro Khanna is right. I want you to listen to what uh, Ro Khanna had to say, and then we'll take it on the other side. What's your response to the president's comments surrounding this case? Jose, I agree with the president that the law enforcement process will play itself out, and I have faith in that. I hope we don't make the same mistake in 2016 where we just start covering Trump's trial and Trump's scandals, and we focus still on the school shootings in Tennessee. We focus on the president's message of bringing manufacturing jobs back, uh, of lowering prices. That's really what the American people want to talk about, and I fear if this just becomes a Trump spectacle 24-7 on cable news that he's going to benefit in the same way he benefited in 2016. And Ro Khanna is absolutely right. Senator, I mean, congressman from California. He's absolutely right. If we go ahead and allow these issues, the, the Trump uh, legal problems, to run amok, that's all we're going to talk about. 
and we have to. Lola says, I would not leave you in times of trouble. I like, let uh, let me, I said, she says, don't go change, uh, don't go change in trying to please me. You never looked so bronze before. Don't imagine you're too familiar and your skin sizzled to the core. Ah, that's a good song. She also says, I would not leave you in times of trouble like tax fraud or that new charge. I took to the beige guy. I'll take the bronze guy. I'll take you just the way you are. I need to know that you will always be the same old spray tanner. Don't, <laughs> don't. I knew. Oh, but what will I take till you believe in me? The way that I see orange in you. Are you a poet, Lola Joy? Or uh, Lola J? Are you a poet? Okay. Uh, Alistair Waters says, I'd love for our lieutenant governor to listen to and look at the evidence the committee that investigated the murders at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde has. But he doesn't have the nerve. No, he does not have the nerve. But anyhow, uh, we should, in fact, stop simply hyperventilating about everything that Donald Trump does. Because everything that Donald Trump does, he has a fixed 30-something percent of the country that is that make up what we can call the Trump cult. And, you know, they there's nothing that he can do that they wouldn't see uh, some conspiracy that makes it not true. And to some, whether it's true or not, they don't care because Trump has convinced many that he claims to be a billionaire. We know that he really isn't. His asset values, if you take a good look at it, he's not. But he has a lot of money, uh, a lot of other people's money. But still yet, as he goes to trial, he's still asking people, here's a guy who's on a golden toilet and golden plated everything in his home, somehow telling you, please send me money for because they're attacking me. Well, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a small part of your fortune, Mr. Trump, to take care of your legal woes, isn't it? I don't think it's a lot. Why don't you uh, use some of your own money? I think that would be fair. You know, I don't think you should be asking those people who are more concerned about uh, living, about existing. I want you to think about that. Think about it. Many of you call this guy a great businessman. Many of you call him the, as, as if he, he, he knows it all. And you're willing to send your hard-earned dollars to someone who claims to be a billionaire with legal troubles. Not like you didn't know he sold Trump-based water that wasn't what it is. It's not that you didn't know he had a failed airline. It's not that you didn't know he had a fraudulent university that gave out certificates that claimed you had a degree you didn't really. It's not that you didn't know that contractors that helped him build uh, his, uh, his casino went unpaid. I mean, all these things you know. You know, but you continue to think this guy is okay. Well, I'm not going to spend a hell of a lot of time on him. I just wanted to bring this out so that, well, uh, you may kind of, even, even if you want to support the guy, if you have a kid that needs a toy or that would do well with a toy, buy the toy. 
don't send your money to Donald Trump. If you have a mother that maybe you could sit down with her and take her a or take her to a restaurant for a change, instead of giving that $25 to Trump, you may want to take your mother out. If you want to really support uh, support the masses in general, make sure that the masses are informed. And this one is going to be a bit, a bit self-serving for our station, KPFT 90.1. You may consider going to kpft.org and saying, you know what? I want to keep hearing voices that are going to tell me the truth. I want to keep hearing them. So I am going to support a KPFT 90.1 FM Houston by going to that station's website, kpft.org, and supporting it. Of course, support it in the name of politics and rights so that folks know the reason you're supporting the, the program. So there's a, lot of, there's a lot of things that we can do that is positive for our fellow brothers and sisters. That's positive for our state. Makes a lot more sense than giving a billionaire a whole lot of money. A whole lot of money. Now on tomorrow's show, I, I haven't decided on the topics yet for tomorrow's show. Um, but I, I want to urge you, if there's something that's burning in your mind that you want me to talk about, that you want me to research, that you want me to come here with info, and, and by then I hope that the phone will, uh, will be reestablished, the 713-526-5738. If you're listening right now, please write that number down. Please talk. If you're driving, talk that number into your phone, 713-526-5738. Please go ahead and uh, make sure to write that number down because I hope by tomorrow the phones will be ringing and I'll be able to hear from all you wonderful people. That's the best thing for a host of a program, to hear from you. At least I know I have a whole group of folks in our chats right now. Love to have you there as well. Thank you, Lola J. Thank you, my beautiful Alistair Waters. Thank you, uh, Eric Hayes, my, my conservative brother. So I have, our, you know, what I love about our, what we call the PDR Posse, the Politics Done Right family, the PDR Posse, is we are of all stripes. In that chat, when we're doing, when, when we're activated, we're, we've changed hours now. So, I mean, some, not everybody knows we're at six o'clock in the morning now. But at our three o'clock show, the chat is vibrant and it's, we have people going and, you know, we're going to start. But anyhow. Um, I want you guys to write that number down, 713-526-5738, and you can call in with anything. And when I say with anything, I mean anything, because this is your show. Secondly, if you want me to research a topic and you want me to cover a topic, send me, a, a, drop me a line, info at politicsdoneright.com. Again, that is info at politicsdoneright.com. Tell me, Egberto, I want to talk about this. Why didn't you speak? This is an issue that's burning, you know? I only know an issue is burning with you if you give me a shout. You give me a call and say, hey, I need you to cover this, right? I need you to cover this, and I will. And for those who listen to our 3 o'clock program will tell you that they will change the program on a dime. They will send me researching on a dime. They will bring up subjects that I didn't know about on a dime. 
so that we can actively talk about it in a sensible, civil manner. This isn't a program where I will ever be shouting you down or I expect you to shout me down. I expect you to tell me what you want to tell me, whatever it is, whether you agree or disagree. Whether you agree or disagree, this is your program. Because you may want the bigger body politic to hear about your thoughts. This is your show. When you get on air, when you call in and you get on air, this is your show. And you can talk whatever you want and make the rest of Houston, the whole metropolitan area, the rest of the United States hear about it. All right. This is your show. All right. The last subject's going to just going to take a little bit because I'm probably going to take it up some tomorrow as well. Texas voter suppression continues. The Republican controlled legislature continues its voter suppression. The Texas Tribune reported the following. And this is important, folks. And let me put that on the screen. The Texas Tribune reported the following. Countywide polling locations in Election Day would be banned in Texas under a bill approved by the Texas Senate on Thursday. Senate Bill 990, authored by Republican Senator Bob Hall of Edgewood, passed 17 to 12 along party lines. The bill, if approved by the state's House, would eliminate countywide voting centers on Election Day and require residents to vote at an assigned precinct, typically in their neighborhood. Larger voting centers would be permitted through early voting. Currently, 90 counties, including large metro counties like Harris, Dallas, as well as rural ones, are approved by the Secretary of State's office to use countywide voting centers on election day. Look, we still have time before a full fascist takeover in America, but it is up to all of us to demand our accessible vote. So folks, call uh, Austin again. And if you're in, a, in any red state that's trying to do this as well, they're trying to suppress your vote, please, please give them a call. Call them. Let them know that you do not support this. Countywide voting expanded the, the voting base. And that's what they fear. Most Americans that, that support progressive policies are working people. People many times work outside of their neighborhoods. They need it, folks. They need it. We are coming pretty close to the end of the show. I want to thank you all for your ears. I want to thank you all for spending this time with me today. I, 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 it's the first show that we are doing this uh, in the morning at 6 a.m. We will cover other subjects in detail. We'll have other clips in detail. We will make sure that you're covered. And But more importantly, more importantly, you can decide the direction of our topics. You can decide what we do. You'll be able to call in and do that. You can send me an email at info at politicsdoneright.com or you can join the chat at uh, facebook.com slash politicsdoneright. You can watch the program at, at uh, facebook.com slash KPFT Houston. Folks, I want to thank you for your ears. I want to thank you for spending this time with me. And I guarantee you, as we get things much more efficient, we will be taking your calls starting tomorrow. I'm pretty sure starting tomorrow, we will be able to take your calls and you can do and say as you please, as long as you don't use obscenities as, and, and as long as you're civil, because I will always be civil with you. Anyhow, folks, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And for all of you who listen to the show or listen to the show at noon, for all of you who listen to the show at 
at three. My name is Edgardo Willis. This is Politics on Run, and you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.